2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and this week I'm on the road for Journey Across Japan for the the best things come in quadrilogies. Uh, it, you know, I never thought I'd be doing Journey Across Japan this much. Um, the reason I'm on it still, doing it, is because it's popular, though. You guys have been wanting it, and it's fun to film, usually. Not so sure about this past week, but here to discuss it with me is the one and only... Joey, the Animation Man. That's definitely my name, and you <laughs> totally didn't butcher it. <laughs> how
3: we've known each other for? How long? Now?
2: Well, too long, Joey. Too long. Yeah. Although your new name is just Joey, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Joey. Yep. He's got a second channel that he's pushing hard. You push my push my full name from now. On. <laughs> Joseph Tetsuro Yamashita. Yamashita. Bisinger the Third. I. This just Joey Bisinger This is Joey Bissinger, Yeah. A traumatized Joey Bissinger. Um, so yeah, we've, we're in Okinawa right now, to be precise. Ishigaki, Ishigaki yeah, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, Joe and I have been having lots of fun, mm. but it has been intense, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we've been here for what? <clears throat> only two days
3: now, I think, in Ishigaki, and it yeah. feels like a week. Yeah, of just all the stuff we've just packed into this past two days. I
2: mean, what have we done today alone? We went to, <laughs> we went into a big blue cave in like a abandoned part of the <laughs> that was island. That's the most vague way you could have said that. We went in a cave, a big blue cave, a blue cave, <laughs> and so we it's saw clues. <laughs> and it, within the big blue cave, we saw some blue fish. Yeah, so a, lots of blue, lots, uh, lots of blue, nothing but blue. Like, what else do we do? We uh... We went to a Shisha,
3: like, uh, what is it? It's not like a museum. It's kind of like a park of sorts.
2: Yeah, we went to... A, a, where they
3: made giant clay statues of these, like, really colorful, psychedelic Shishas.
2: Yeah, the the gods I keep of- saying Shisha. It's, yeah, she's si- she's yeah, I know what you've got on your mind, Joe. Yeah, Shisa are like these godlike creatures. They're like dogs, like lions, and they mm. they sort of protect the people of Okinawa and Ishigaki. Very cool, yeah. very funky looking. Yeah. Um, and back over in Okinawa, we we rented a yacht for a day. That was very cool. Probably the highlight of the trip. I'd I say so. Yeah, yeah. And we also stayed at a villa and did a Doctor Jelly ad. Hopefully yep. the last.
3: <laughs> I feel like we said that for the third one as well, but like I I genuinely wonder why that character is even popular. To oh, be it's honest. just fun, isn't it? For it's me, fun, yeah. For
2: me, I, I don't really like him. But <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> or on a personal or, or, the, or the man that portrays him. Yeah. But what I like about Dr. Jelly is it's just a bit of fun. I yeah. It, it's it's more the the creativity involved, isn't it? Yeah. In, in in conjuring up a commercial. It's a team effort. In, yeah. Within the space of a day. And yeah. this was The most stressful one to date. (laughs) For the simple reason that we shot it outdoors. It was the first Dr. Jelly, I think, that was shot outdoors. Was it? The first one was set in a train. Yeah. A real train. That was really cool. The second one was set in a museum, in a 1960s-style restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The third one was set in a... Hairdressers slash karaoke parlor.
3: Oh yeah, in Nagasaki.
2: Right. Oh yeah. I'm just saying, this is making me <laughs> blow my mind. <laughs> and the last one was shot in an Okinawan villa, um, but because it was outdoors, the mm. villa by the pool, we actually had to shoot it over two days just because the weather. And yeah, the, and the, yeah, the, yeah. So shooting outdoors instantly makes life about 20 times more difficult Yeah, remember that if you ever get into filming anything uh, it's much better to film indoors where you I can, also had to control. say Dr.
3: Jelly backwards while
2: jumping into a pool so that yeah. was uh, exciting <laughs> jo- interesting we did it so Dr. Jelly jumps out of a pool this time <laughs> But we did it in reverse Yeah Because we can't literally have Joey catapult out of a pool Yeah, I'm not a dolphin <laughs> Not yet, anyway uh, <laughs> But Joey, <laughs> to do this, he had to say, Dr. Jelly, like, backwards Yeah, and then jump into the pool as if I'm coming out of the pool It was quite an impressive spectacle If, if it, yeah. I mean, I haven't really seen how it turned out yet I saw, like, some test footage and it looked good What was Dr. Jelly backwards? Do you remember? No I, I committed it 100% To
3: short term memory And then The moment You were like Yep That was good It's just gone
2: Jesus. From my memory I mean It's gonna be a good one And also yeah. uh, One of one, Another highlight We stayed with uh, uh, Jackie's family We had dinner With my yeah. friend Jackie Yeah that's right You might have seen Jackie guys In uh, a video Where I went to Sapporo uh, about two years ago mm. Or various videos I've done with her Throughout the years I poisoned her in Natsuki, Famously with hot sauce <laughs> uh, which, I've seen that video That's yeah. a classic Over on the Chris Abroad channel That was a lot of fun And uh, we went to her house She mm. Fate was very kind to us And Jackie Was actually in Okinawa at The mm. same time that we were And uh, her parents Invited us over And we trashed their house uh, They were incredibly hospitable Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, I, You know I feel bad about what went down in that house? Uh, were, uh, let's suffice to say, it was Jackie's fault. She wanted to get revenge on me for the hot sauce debacle. Yeah. And uh, the hot sauce incident. And she pulled out a weapon, I she, Yeah, she she got revenge, uh, as you'll see. Mm. And uh, that wasn't very fun. <laughs> but uh, And then tomorrow, the last day of the trip, we have Ryotaro coming down to Ishigaki to ruin everything. <laughs> and that should be fun. It's the first time that Natsuki... And Ryotaro In a video together properly Which so. is crazy to me Because I just
3: Thought That they would have Done videos together Like for the longest time Yeah well I don't know why Like Well because You know
2: One of them is enough Like <laughs> They're both pretty insane Right right, right. is off his rockers Natsuki's yeah. just Bonkers Yeah the two of them combined, it's just a bit too much. And this is the first time I'm going to meet Real Toro. Yeah, well, you, this is in a, the most chaotic situation possible—a a baptism of fire, <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly. Um, so yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. God knows what's going to happen. We're doing a, like a Takeshi's Castle mm. style series of challenges. Uh, I think uh, so yeah so one of us is going to die in the end I believe someone's going to die that's how it works right it's going to die we're going to die I never watched the show yeah it, it, basically lots of people Get to, like destroy themselves <laughs> for a, a, a ridiculously small amount of money yeah that they could win but they never win it fantastic that's what we'll be doing great but uh, yeah it's been a bit of a, a strange week though I uh, earlier this week the while I was trying to film and be poisoned by Jackie and be on a yacht and film all this stuff uh. I was also fighting off a demonetization case on YouTube you guys might have seen if you follow me on Twitter Facebook whatever I, I, I you know I was trying to get things done and then YouTube took my latest video which is where it's a wacky weekend episode with Connor mm. we went out to see the snow monkeys and it um, got demonetized very randomly and I was not happy. And, I, and meanwhile, I was sitting there going, first time? Yeah, and Joe, you know, Joey gets demonetized every Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, because of why do you get demonetized off so often? I'm t- dude, I want to ask that question. I don't know why.
3: I guess, I don't know, YouTube doesn't like anime, I he guess. He breaks those rules with his anime. Yeah. Why do you think I stopped making anime videos? He's not the anime man anymore, is he? He's just Joey. What? But, it's like the, pro- the platform doesn't
2: really allow yeah. me to without losing money, unfortunately. Just become the, the man. Yeah. The, I'm just going to be the man. Uh, at, at one point. <laughs> but like it was, it was a really You know Sometimes when you get demonetized They don't really tell you why And it was a bit vague And I well, didn't know of why Most the time They don't tell you why Well I, I You know I'd spent So much bloody time Editing this video mm. uh, The other week And shooting it And uh, Because I don't make that many videos Probably like once Every two weeks at the moment uh, When a video goes up It's really important It it does well And it gets seen yeah. And the worst thing about demonetization For me g- Losing the revenue is Is bad I can live with that as long as it's not a, not a regular thing yeah but the problem was when your video gets demonetised they basically don't share your video on the platform and yeah. the moment it got demonetized, views went from 16,000 views per hour real time mm. to 3,000 views an hour the video was basically dead yeah because uh, th- it's called throttling it, yeah. and they throttle it on the platform. So there was a real um, sense of panic and anxiety to get the situation resolved. I went on YouTube... Oh, sorry, I went on Twitter, and I ranted about it. Mm-hmm. And it got picked up by a lot of powerful YouTubers, somehow. I think a lot of people retweeted it. You retweeted it. Connor retweeted mm. it. Uh, I think Ludwig saw it. Yeah. A really big YouTuber. Uh, and lots of people retweeted it, messaged YouTube. Eventually... and and the problem was again I hadn't really been told why it got demonetised some people we we spent a lot of time instead of filming Journey Across Japan we were debating why the bloody video had been (laughs) demonetised was it Connor naked in the bathtub you said you thought it was Connor
3: yeah, I thought, I thought at first it might have been Connor. I mean, he wasn't naked in the thumbnail. He yeah. was
2: obviously wearing boxes. Well, I mean, Connor's face alone is cause for demonetization. Of <laughs> that, there can be no doubt.
3: But, like, you know, sometimes, uh, like, YouTube systems now are getting a little bit clever now where they can actually detect the amount of skin uh. on a thumbnail. And sometimes, if it's too much skin, according to the algorithm, then it can be flagged for being nudity, quote yeah. unquote, right? Which is,
2: you know, really. Stupid, he certainly was riddled with skin,
3: yeah. So, I'm like, thumbnail. it could have been that, it <laughs> could have been. But YouTube's also really weird with like animal videos. And I know you really? guys went to go see like uh, snow monkeys and mm. stuff like that. Like, c- certain types of content the YouTube algorithm really doesn't favor for no reason, really. Other than I don't know, someone at YouTube uh, doesn't like monkeys or doesn't like
2: animals, or I don't know what the fuck it is, but well. It turned out, in the end, it was to do with swearing. <laughs> I called a duck a C-word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say the C-word here. I'm a man of honour. <laughs> yeah. it, it it, uh, uh, I, I basically, it as an outtake at the end of the video. Right. And I've cut it out now. Yeah. Um, where I'm, sh- I'm shooting with Connor, and the duck goes... <laughs> in the yeah. background... I, it breaks my presentation skills, <laughs> mm. and I'm like fucking duck C word. It was the moment where Chris goes from abroad in Japan <laughs> to Chris Paul. <Bourne. laughs> <laughs> I mean, the duck, that duck caused a great deal of, of agony. Right. But it got uh, the duck got his revenge, didn't it? Because yeah. the video got demonetized. Yeah. Bastard duck. It's so weird though because it was right at the end of the video. Right? Yeah, and uh, basically you're told with YouTube videos that swearing is okay. As long as it's not sort of in the opening 30 seconds.
3: Uh, nowadays, it's more like in within the first couple of minutes. Oh,
2: crap. Yeah, right. it used to be oh, like crap. the first
3: 10 seconds, then 30 seconds, but now it's like, yeah, a minute or two. I and think. soon it'll be the entire video. Well, I mean, I think you've proven that it might honestly have gotten to that point. Well, apparently
2: I learned that the C word is... Uh, is uh, Somebody told me it's classed as a, as a slur against a prejudice group or something on YouTube. What? Yeah, I, I discovered later that it's some sort of... Uh, it, it, it's important to point out the c words which we're not going to say. Yeah. Uh, in in Joey's homeland of Australia and New Zealand, yeah. they say the c-word like a term of endearment, like yeah. "All right, mate, he's a good yeah. c-word." Yeah, you call he's a great you cheer. call
3: your mates the c-word, and you call c-words mates.
2: Yeah. Whereas yeah. in the UK, it's a it's a bad word. <laughs> but mm, then yeah. in America, it's like the end of the. You say the c-word, the sky falls down and what the world comes to the end. Every church and, in the country gasps in unison. But also to add to this enigma, before I found out it was the C word, the moment it got demonetized, I received an email from an angry <laughs> Christian dude yeah. who ranted for about ten paragraphs yeah. about how I he, he you know, it was alright to say the F word and swear mm-hmm. and anything. Just as long as I didn't say the phrase Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> And he went on a rampage <coughs> about how, you know, it's, it's worse than saying the N-word. He says, which it's worse is saying the, N-word. the most ridiculous statement I've heard in my entire well, life. His claim was, you know, I, I believe in God. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, and by saying that, I find it incredibly insulting. You're insulting God. Right. right. To which I'd say, if there is a God... Why are we holding him accountable to the parameters of humanity? Surely God's got bigger things to worry about than me going, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, God's just put everything down. He's like, hold on, Chris just said my name in vain. How dare he? I'll take my eye off the war in Ukraine. Someone said Jesus fucking Christ. Honestly, like when you, you know, believe in God, go for it. What's so weird
3: is that he was okay with you saying the F word.
2: Right. He was right with literally everything, just not the phrase Jesus, not fucking, Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. It was it it really made me angry and I'll probably make a video about it one day, <laughs> reading out his entire email because it is insane the way it's written. Um so I thought maybe he'd reported me as like some sort of religious bigot or something. Uh, it
3: could have been bad as
2: well, yeah. I just didn't know. But mm. I think it was the C word I mm. cut it out yeah. and um YouTube said, Now you've cut out the C word, we can remonetize it. And they remonetized it. So weird. And all was well once again But that was a, a Bit of a saga And I, mm. I sort of I don't know And then meanwhile uh, Two days later I got a community Guidelines and strike then, <laughs> Joey, If I got hit with like A cruise missile Joey got hit with a Meteorite Neutron bomb <laughs> Cause he got actual uh, a, a proper strike Yeah on.
3: I got a strike From like a, a Video from like Two years ago Which was Monetized fully mm. The entirety That the video was up And this is like A 35 plus minute video of me making like a hentai tier list or whatever, it was it was it was for bants and jokes, but whatever. But like it was so weird because for the for the entire time, it had like over three million views, fully monetized, and then one day YouTube just goes, Thanos snapped. out of <laughs> Thanos existence. snapped. It literally Thanos snapped the video out of existence and was like, no bad. And I'm like, well, why did you not warn me with at least a demonetization? Then I would have kind of been a little bit more on edge, right? But yeah. it's almost as if now. Like, I still have a ton of demonetized videos, which, let's be real, is probably a lot more worthy of a f- fucking Community Guidelines strike mm. than the video that actually got Community Guidelines strike, right? You, so it's almost as if the demonetization is like, like a safety barrier of sorts, mm. of YouTube going, we're not going to give you a strike, but we'll give you a little slap on the wrist.
2: Strike's a serious thing, right? You, you get through your channels, gone. Yep, and you can't post a video for a week. I
3: can't post anything for a week. That's insane. And the strike lasts for 3 months, so it'll be expired by around middle of July. So
2: what happens some f- like YouTube or someone reported your video all these years later
3: I don't know it's either somebody reported it or YouTube systems found it after two years Mm. I I really don't know Um, I I appealed it it immediately got denied so I guess someone at YouTube found it and was like no this is bad even though it's a video from almost three years ago at this point God. so it's really scary Um, I mean I should be okay I've, I've had Plenty of community guidelines strikes in the past, so I'm, I'm at this point. I'm just kind of used to it. Um, I mean, it, it. Yeah, I'll start to worry when I get the second one. Oh, can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I've also had a couple of times. Oh god.
2: Yeah, there's nothing scarier than that. It's a, yeah. I think for the most part, to be honest, I've I've had a very positive experience with YouTube. Your mm. experiences have been a lot more tough. Yeah, just because the nature of your content, anime, yeah. manga. I guess there's a lot more topics.
3: Yeah, and you know it's been weird right because you know regard, you know even if my youtube channel name is the anime man you know i should be dealing more with that kind of content and for the past year i haven't really done all that i've kind of shifted away from that and just done you know general japanese subculture and weird mm. type of videos and i've barely had any of my videos demonetized. huh yeah i think i've only had in the past year i've maybe had one or two videos demonetized. But before that I used to get like almost like every third or fourth video demonetized.
2: Interesting how YouTube like is slowly maybe nudging creators to change their behaviour and mm. the way they act. I look at my videos over the years and I've certainly got a lot more wary of what jokes I tell and what things I yeah. say I think that's why I left the C word in as I thought I want to get away with this I want to see <laughs> if I can yeah, test the limit well you know it was, it was interesting actually when I when I posted that video with the, the duck C word mm. I, my, I, I put it in and then I actually cut it out I was like oh no I can't have that in the video <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on the Patreon outtakes. At yeah. like, the, the end it was like a little plug for the Patreon behind-the-scenes Run, video or whatever. And, uh, and then I was like, no, screw YouTube, screw the rules, I'll put the C-word in. And then I caused all these problems. And then YouTube was like, oh, oh. I, are you fighting me? <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I had another joke in before that. A lot of people speculated. It was I, it was a scene where Connor and I tried to get into this tiny bathtub, which we thought would be bigger, yeah. and it looked very shady, it's very dark it's just Connor like naked in a bath and I referred to it as the Jeffrey Epstein experience (laughs) and a lot of people thought it was that but it wasn't that, it wasn't that, you can talk about Jeffrey Epstein it's fine, Uh, I make jokes about that it's so weird though, the double
3: standards, right like you know, a video like mine You know, where I don't show anything sexual at all. Sure, the contents I talk about, you know, might be a little bit sexual, but, you know, nothing I actually showed was sexual in any way. Gets a community guidelines track. Meanwhile, naked yoga is a thing on YouTube and it's fully monetized. Yeah, it's all a bit. It's
2: very double standard. Black and white, all a bit odd. Yeah. The other. other, Yeah, I mean, I I haven't really had this issue in a few years, which is why it was such a surprise. Right. Connor. I did a video with Connor last year. We went to this love hotel Mm. and (laughs) he left. A topless woman on a TV screen in the video <laughs> didn't realise the video was fine for like a day. Then it got demonetised. Right, he I mean, edited it out, but it was too late. I think.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Damn.
2: So that was his own. How, how was your channel though during the first like wave of the apocalypse? Uh, uh-huh. A few videos got demonetised. Right, just, but it, just a couple though. But there hasn't been anything like that recently. That was 2017, right? And yeah things have moved on. I think YouTube is a good platform. It's still one of the few platforms where you can truly have a career Mm. out of nothing compared to, say, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Right. Some people on TikTok might disagree with that, but, (laughs) you know...
3: Oh, I don't know, man. I've heard, I've heard some of the, uh, the income that, like, the top TikTok creators have been receiving, and it's, uh, it's pretty yikes. Have you heard about that? No. Yeah. So, like, there was a dude who, I think, uh, there was a report that came out. I don't know how true this is, but I saw it in a couple of uh, sources, so it must have some accuracy to it. But there's a dude who got really, really big off TikTok uh, over, like, the span of a couple of months, mm. and he made approximately 1.5 billion views in right. a month. One oh, a month. In a month. Oh my god His TikTok's got 1.5 billion views Which YouTube standards is like Stupid That's well, like for Mr. reference. I
2: think abroad Japan's got like 400 million views In 10 years
3: Yeah Mine is also like Maybe half a million views But in also t- TikTok's
2: TikTok videos are what 5 to t- 15
3: seconds Right right So it's a little It's way easier to gain those views Yeah right? But w- Do you know how much
2: money he made From 1.5 billion views in a month? Uh 30 40 thousand dollars He made 15k fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand dollars off one point five billion views. See fifteen grand a month sounds great. <laughs> but for that kind of viewership, yeah, that is astonishing. Yeah. Really bad. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's it's oh horrendous. God. Like one point five billion views,
3: YouTube would be Jesus. Well, you you'd be the richest man in YouTube. Yeah, you'd be like Mr. Beast levels at that
2: point. Yeah, and you know he makes something like twelve million dollars a month. So. Right. I mean, yeah, that's a very good point. I I think TikTok might inflate those views as well. Mm. I find it very odd how TikTok works. I I don't like TikTok. I'm not a fan of the whole direction that media is heading in. Yeah. I've been talking to lots of people about it. There's you know YouTube Shorts is very popular at the moment, mm. driving a lot of traffic. I see the value in it. Yep. But as a creator, I who, who's been doing YouTube ten years and likes longer form content, where you can have a proper emotional connection with your audience, yeah, just feel like you can't do that in a fifteen second video. Yeah, it's kind of like can do something funny quickly, or you can, mm, you know, you can do some edu- something educational. Yeah, maybe I, there are, there, you know, maybe it's like, like getting
3: emotionally connected to a Twitter account. You know? like <laughs> it's, it's a
2: little, you know, difficult. Yeah,
3: with that kind of content, you know, it's, right. it's not long enough for.
1: I just worry
2: that the human attention span is going to get shorter and shorter. Well, I mean, if it hasn't
3: already. But I've heard that uh, TikTok actually might be increasing the time limit to TikToks now to like a couple of minutes. And I'm like, like, is that just not YouTube back in 2006? Mm. Like, (laughs) we're kind of doing a full circle again now. Yeah. Where it's like, it was like, it started off really short content. And then people favoured much longer content on YouTube, and then it became extremely short, and now we're back to kind of short content again.
2: Yeah. It's like a
3: continuous wave.
2: I mean, I had a phase last year where, you know, the longer the content, the better, Mm. a lot of people said. I remember talking to you and Connor Mm. and... You know, you guys were looking at doing longer videos, and I mean, we uh, do a 2
3: hour podcast. You do a two-hour
2: podcast, (laughs) but a podcast is different, right? Yeah, put on the background and go about life. Yeah, Uh, video is a bit more complicated, right? My, my, I, I believe it's best to keep the video as short as possible. You know, as uh, as long as the contents there. I'm, I'm happily going to make a 30 minute video probably of each Journey Across Japan episode because it's packed full of things right? right but I don't like to inflate videos for the sake of it yeah, yeah of you course know, the Ken, for example the Ken Watanabe documentary right yeah that was 23 minutes long and I remember a lot of people were, at, were sort of disappointed they're like oh you spent a whole week with him why wasn't it longer and it could have been two hours if I wanted it to be yeah it wouldn't have been a very interesting two hours right Uh, even at one hour it might not have been very interesting because I'm aiming it more at a general audience rather than the Ken Watanabe obsessed fans Right. I wanted to keep it short, sweet, to the point interesting, entertaining I always want to try and keep viewers thinking oh wish I wish I could see more I wish I could have seen more rather than oh god this was too long and then
3: that's when you guide them to your Patreon
2: and then (laughs) then you go on Patreon and the longer versions there (laughs) although to be fair there was a good behind the scenes version there check it out guys but uh, yeah I always try and keep it Short as possible, mm. which yeah. is the opposite to a podcast.
3: Well, I mean, again, as you said, like podcasts is a little different, isn't it? Mm. You know, like yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm I totally get that sentiment because it is a very fine line between. You don't want to make content too long because then people won't tune into it, and mm. YouTube runs, you know, on that whole algorithm of watch time, right? Uh, versus the view, mm. or versus the uh, the ratio of the entire video.
2: Right? I mean, watch time is one thing click through rates still the king I'd say the main yeah. factor I don't know if I showed you oh, I, don't, I don't think I talked about this on the podcast either right. I saw a video recently that made me want to hit my head against the wall right. uh, and no it wasn't Joey it wasn't the Iron <laughs> LA man it wasn't your videos so um, I saw a video mm. that had I think it had 40 it might even have 50 million views now it had like 50 million views in about 10 days Jesus and do you know what it was? And it was, and it, here's, here's the thing. It was a video that I'd done before, a topic that I had covered
3: before. Oh, I think I remember you talking about it,
2: it was, ranting about it. Probably it was
3: the sleeper train one, right?
2: The sleeper train, yeah. yeah, yeah. Japan's luxury sleeper train that takes you from Tokyo to Totori yeah. In uh, in the in the west, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was my biggest video of last year. Right. All the cool shit I did, all the wonderful places we went, and people love. Just seeing me on a train sleeping, trying to. Well, I didn't sleep. I slept for one hour. It was awful. Uh, I hated that train. It was kind of fun, but didn't sleep. Right. right. I, they should call it fucking nightmare train because <laughs> it was kind of a real headache. <laughs> but anyway, this. So I had a, <clears throat> I had about 5.6 million views on that video, which mm. is a great amount. Yeah. Um, and it's a really nice video. Everyone enjoyed it. This guy, 50 million views.
3: Yeah.
2: In two weeks.
3: It's fucking hell.
2: But how did he do it? And his channel, I think had, we're talking like a 200,000 subscribers at Mm. the time. How is this possible? Yeah, that's really suspicious. Well, yeah, I I thought that at first. But the the way he did it, or she, I think it's a he, I think it's a he. Um, He uh, doesn't show himself in the videos. So it's like POV? It's a POV style video. Right. There is no dialogue. Okay, so it's like ASMR? Well, it's not like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> walking around the train breathing uh, <laughs> that's a snoring for two hours uh, uh, train uh, uh, oh god um, he no there's subtitles so oh. like, he'll get on the train It's like I'm getting on the train, Ooh, right, the train. Right, right, Amazing. Right. right so the whole video is subtitled it's mm. in a first person perspective and here's the genius part all of those English subtitles that they've written they've translated them into 50 languages Right. Along with the title. So that video is being pushed out to all these different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demographics that might not be normally watched. So, you know, India, yeah. population 1.1 billion, big viewership there. Yeah. Uh, Indonesia, Malaysia, lots of countries there, big population, uh, might not be able to speak English that well. Mm. Although I realise all three countries I've just listed are actually pretty good at English. Yeah. But nevertheless, uh, so he'll translate them into 50 languages. Right. They won't... And because they're being translated on YouTube's tool, the translations aren't actually entirely accurate, but they're enough. Right. right they push good enough, it out. yeah. Um, but all those factors, and a decent enough thumbnail, it's just a nice window with a view and a tray. Mm. All those factors have led to 50 million views, potentially, you know, more hundreds of thousands of dollars Uh. off of a $200 trip on a train. Jesus. That's the ultimate money-making scheme. He has min-maxed YouTube. And here's the thing. It's done so well, he's done it three times before. Oh, really? No, he's done it two or three times, right? Wait, the same video? The same video. Similar, he changes what seat he sits in every time. Right. So in the first one, he was in the luxury seat. The second time, the bunk beds. The third time, the cheap seats. Yeah. The cheap one did the best. That was the 50 million one. Right. The luxury one only got a pitiful few million. Well, yeah. I mean, people don't want to see people on YouTube having a good time. Well, they want to see a challenge, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, like, he. It just blows my mind. That's like. The ultimate money-making There's been a couple of uh, videos that are similar to that, actually,
3: now that I think about it, that have garnered a lot of views kind of inexplicably.
2: Well, there are a lot of these channels like... uh solo travel Japan or yeah. I think uh, Cougars travel I'm not saying they're bad channels you know they're, they're pretty good channels there's a lot of vlog channels as well that are like that
3: where like there's no no one actually talks it's all yeah. just dialogue oh uh, sorry uh, subtitle based
2: and I can see why that's popular mm. and it's important mm. to point out at this point I'm not criticising any of these channels well done to them am I better absolutely <laughs> <laughs> why am I better I spend a lot of time on my videos yeah, they yeah. do well 50 million Vs though I don't think all of the in Japan videos In the entire last year Made that No But no. he got that Off a train in, uh, I think, oh god I can now. hear
3: the bitterness from I am there I'm going to
2: go do that bloody train myself and just make the exact same video silent um, but like, it's it's fascinating and the reason it does so well mm. click through rate extremely high mm. so the title was tantalizing you inside like the
3: subtitling as well the subtitling yeah trick? for sure so yeah.
2: it's being pushed out to so many different demographics mm. the title's tantalizing the thumbnail's interesting high click through rate extremely high YouTube goes oh my god this video it's better than god and shoves it in front of everyone. Everyone around the world is getting this bombarded in their main screen, this right. thumbnail, this video. They click on it, they watch it. It drives the watch through time, and off you go, you have a hit. Mm. And that's the most important thing on YouTube, remember. If you want to get into the world of YouTube, the only thing you need to do is have a video that has a high click-through rate, like 12%. Right. Uh, that's all you need to do. You don't need loads of subscribers these days. You just need a tantalizing topic, a thumbnail, a title, real in the viewers yep. and as long as you've delivered on the content and have that watch time to match it mm. you'll be good to go the YouTube does the rest basically YouTube does the rest yeah. and it's both good and bad on the one hand it means you listening right now wherever you might be in the world you could have a YouTube empire very quickly if you choose the right topic you can be the next Mr. Beast <laughs> you can be the next Mr. Beast you could be the next Joey the Army Man. No, don't be that. <laughs> do- Unless mon- you
3: want a third of your channel to be demonetized. Yeah,
2: demonetized do- and flagged for inappropriate content. Yep. That could be you. But like, I think it's both good and bad. Mm. Uh, it's bad also because, from my personal perspective, I'm a lot more... I There's so many videos I want to make and things I want to do, and I think, oh, I'd love to do this, but I can't, because mm. no one would click on it, no one would watch it, yeah, and the video would do badly and the channel would die, basically. yeah. yeah. And that's something that kind of is unfortunate. And I have to rule out a lot of topics. Um, I'm yeah. trying to think of any other the top of my head. I think like sumo wrestling, for example. Mm. You might think, "Wow, oh, sumo wrestling, oh, everyone wants to watch that. They don't really. And they, they don't. And uh, nobody's ever made videos on it because mm. nobody's actually overly interested and the click through rate would be bad
3: it's also really hard to I mean I've tried to make a video on sumo wrestling but just like getting permission from very like Uh, traditionalist like cultural sports like that is it's oh god it's a nightmare
2: it's a yeah absolutely and I'm very selective even with Hyde Mm. I remember when I um, first was approached by Hyde the rock star I was like oh I don't know if I want to do it because a lot of my foreign audience won't know Hyde who he is yeah. they won't click on the video it won't do very well so but in the end I rebranded it by calling it I spent a week with the biggest rock star something like that to make it vague and appealing Yeah. so you, it, it, it does shape YouTube's algorithm does shape how you make videos and the topics you choose and the things you don't make videos about which yeah. is kind of sad I think but you know but then it's not we, we're saying YouTube algorithm but really it's just human nature isn't it we're fighting against yeah, I YouTube mean she magnifies it I
3: think I think Mr. Beast said it best Where he said like We call it the YouTube algorithm What it actually is Is the YouTube audience Sure At the end of the day Like it's You know We, we think it's like This kind of you know Mechanical like All seeing robot That determines what Does well and what doesn't do well But at the end of the day The people Watching the videos Are the ones that Are telling YouTube Hey, this is a video That mm. should be pushed You know Oops. So it's like You should be A lot of people say, oh, you should be making videos for the algorithm. But in reality, you should be making videos for the audience. Mm. And I think that's what is the sad part when it comes to that point where it's like, as you said, at the end of the day, even though we personally might really want to make a video that we personally have a lot of, uh, you know, passion and, like, knowledge and, you know, want to share with people with, sometimes, you know, the audience is like, nah,
2: Mm. I don't want to. Mm. And then that just tells the YouTube algorithm, well, guess we won't push it then. <laughs> and 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 that's why it's it's just changed how I do YouTube and yeah. For better or worse, but
3: uh, but you know, I think that's another big reason why, like, uh, I started my second channel. I think that's why you started your second
2: channel. It is, right? yeah, yeah, it's for like experimentation. And, people you know. are worried that I'm, I've got the second channel because I want to leave Japan and secretly disappear off to a second. channel <laughs> It's not that I, I, wanted just another outlet for more, yeah, kinds of videos, right? Yeah. Videos that I don't think would have done well on abroad in Japan, right? And I can have that. Peace of mind when I put them up there. And ironically, a lot of the videos that I put on the Chris Abroad channel actually do as well as the Abroad Japan videos anyway. So I'm probably just being a bit, I don't know, pedantic. But (laughs) I don't know. It's a a strange system. But once you understand the YouTube algorithm, life gets a lot easier. But it did change a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a time where if you were subscribed to a channel, you would always get the videos from that channel in your feed, right? So YouTube sort of took away the empowerment of the creators in some respects mm. you know I used to put out a video all my subscribers would see it yeah. now 40-50% will see it because YouTube is recommending to them other videos mm. from the other channels they've subscribed to which on the kind of scale
3: of things is still healthy
2: yeah and, and it is a healthy number yeah. and, and, and as someone who consumes a lot of YouTube content That's fine with me, Mm. because my homepage, video, feed, whatever, that delivers all the videos to you, that basically dictates what you watch, it often gets it right, Mm. generally. Mm. But, uh, yeah, that's our thoughts on YouTube. Yep, the never-ending discussion. (laughs) Never-ending discussion. But I've got to think about how I'm going to... You know, with Journey Across Japan, hmm. Escaped Paradise, coming soon, I've got to think about what I'm going to title the episodes. Yeah. I love to be... I love to write, like, Journey Across Japan, the, the... I can't remember what the series is called. Escaped Paradise. <laughs> I've already forgotten it. I'm tired. Journey Across Japan, Escaped Paradise, episode one, right? It's yeah. not like TV, yeah. where you could have like a six-part series and you don't... Nobody cares. That probably worked ten years ago on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly doesn't work now. No. So I've got to think every day we're filming... What are we going to call this one? Mm. I can't call today's episode, I went in a cave in, <laughs> in Japan, because that's not going to cut it. I went in a blue cave. Yeah, You won't believe what happens next. I don't know what the hell I'm going to call it. Yeah, 24 hours in Ishigaki? Maybe. Uh, don't think that would do very well. People don't know what Ishigaki is. Yeah, And that's why, once you've made the video, you've got to think a lot about how you're going to pitch it and market it and sell it to the YouTube audience and that's where it gets a bit more complicated I mean my personal rule of thumb is if I think of
3: a video idea that I really want to do the first thing I do before anything before I film it or anything is what am I going to call it
2: yeah and I'd recommend that to any of you guys listening that when I get into YouTube even podcasts right Mm. with this 400 pound podcast while our uh, listenership while you guys do tune into most episodes it definitely fluctuates up and down depending on the title yeah you know definitely Uh, annoyingly Mr. Pete Donaldson my good friend Our beloved co-host Whenever I'm away And I forget to give him a title He just writes like A dog He'll just write like A s- <laughs> silly dog And it'll just have like a stupid title <laughs> That he just quickly bashes out The audience will like Lose like 20% that week Right And it's just like God oh, damn it Pete Think of something. Like, you've got to have a good title, podcasts, YouTube videos, whatever it is, you've got to make it appealing.
3: Yeah. I'd, I'd argue any content uh, of any medium on the internet. Mm. Like it's, it's all about just that initial you know, pull.
2: It's a constant battle yeah. for attention yeah. and, uh, and giving people something worth listening to or watching. But exactly. Hopefully we've given you something worth listening to today, guys. <laughs> uh, how are you, by the way, Jay? Before we go. You good?
3: Yeah, I'm alright.
2: Have you had fun on Journey Across Japan? I always
3: have fun on Journey Across Japan. How's
2: this uh, series compared to previous series? Um...
3: Well... I mean, the weather has definitely been more on our side than the last couple of journey across Japan.
2: True, true. We had, a, we had like a... No, uh, uh, what was it? It was like a typhoon. A typhoon right? on season two. Yeah. Going through central Japan. Which and then we
3: had a typhoon
2: season three oh, yeah, in Yakshima. <laughs> and so far the weather's been good. But it's been too good on this trip because we've had heat stroke for four days. <laughs> well, you've had heat stroke And we're all sunburnt it. to pieces. Naski's nose is falling off. Yeah, it's like Rudolph. He's, yeah, he's basically become Rudolph the red nose <laughs> Reindeer. His nose is so bad. I think it's uh, It's been a fun Journey Across Japan Lots yeah. of beautiful locations I think Some of the most Stunning locations We've, we've had on Any season Definitely, definitely. And uh, I, I can't wait To share that with you guys Journey Across Japan 5 When? I don't No <laughs> I don't want to think About any more Journey Across Japans For a long time After this season's done But I'd never You know Never say never Yeah Might be nice to do A one-off special I'm always down Absolutely But thank you for joining Today Joey And No worries So we'll see you soon. Yeah. This season of Journey Across Japan will be coming out, guys, most likely, hopefully, towards the end of May uh, before I go back to the UK. Mm -hmm. Uh, So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Thank you again, Joe, for coming. No worries. And I'll be joined next week guys because I'm still on the road away from Pete Donaldson we haven't seen much we haven't seen much of each other in the last few weeks so looking forward to catching up with him properly but we will be joined by another Pete next week Pete Macy aka Premier 2 is back on the podcast he's much loved and much desired to be on Uh, you know Pete of course Pete what do you think of Pete He's uh, a character. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's the American Natsuki. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the easiest picture, Pete. <laughs> that's, that's the best description <laughs> I've ever heard of Pete will be on. Uh, so there's that to look forward to. But for now, guys, thanks for tuning in. And no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll be back here do all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye.
1: Japan is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
0: Hold up.